1: Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your anointing this morning. Thank you for your presence, Lord God. We love you so much. Wonderful, Father. Hallelujah. God is good. Praise God. Come on, give someone a high five. Just sit down. God is so good. Praise the Lord. So this morning I'm going to do something a little bit different. We were so excited to hear, we're always excited to hear all that God is doing and we spoke about different things in the church but there's also so many wonderful things that are happening for individuals. So um, over the year and especially just in the last few months so I've collected some of these praise reports and I thought it would be great to uh, start preaching by just sharing without rushing through some of the wonderful praise reports and some of the things that are happening in the church with each individual, because we're so excited that God is good to us as individuals. We're so excited that we're growing, we're learning, we're seeing the promises of God, we're, we're wrestling with God and we're getting answers. So I'm going to go through and, and just share some of these with you. So starting with the beautiful Janelle MacDonald. You must be out with the children, is she? So Janelle shares that she was extremely sick. She had fever, pains, vomiting and so on all day. And she felt to ring her friends, us. And so she got us to pray for her. And she said, I was just sick. After I rang and asked everyone to pray, I was sick one more time. And then that was it. I immediately started to feel better. That must have been on the Saturday, I think. I came to church in faith, but feeling much better. And in church, after church, I felt 100% well. So praise the Lord. John and Janelle also shared how they had several big bills to pay. They've got three little kids and a mortgage and things were a little bit tight. Savings wouldn't cover them. So they prayed and over a short, a fairly short period of time, they were given several thousand dollars from a variety of sources. And uh, Janelle shared them all with me. But just, just all sorts of sources where suddenly all this money was coming in. Um, you know, there was unexpected work bonus. There was... Christmas bonuses, there was extra payments from Centrelink and one of them, which was great, uh, Janelle said that she works one day a week for the church here and so she didn't qualify for maternity leave. But earlier in the year she had done some office work for an old friend over a period of six months and she says, at the time I wondered why I was doing it. However, when she looked into it, she realised that this job had made her eligible for maternity leave. So she said, God set me up. She said, I'm now getting 18 months paid maternity leave. <laughs> Praise God for financial abundance. So God really looked after them. I preached, um, some of you remember, I preached on a good list, just that God wants to bless us and give us the desires of our heart. So after I preached that, Linda Brady said, she wrote down on her in her notes, a trip to London. <laughs> she decided she wanted to go to London. Three days later, Alan came home from work and said, they're sending me to London. Do you want to come? And she went, yes. Alan said, I don't even really know why they're sending me. So after, in only six weeks' time, away they went to London. They stayed in a five-star hotel near Buckingham Palace worth 700 a night. You've got a good business there, Al. So um, Linda says they went to Buckingham Palace, Westminster, Tower of London. Linda even, no, I don't know if you met the Queen, but, you know, it was She was busy. Um, Linda even wanted to go to a show and the people at the office had spare tickets so they, gave her, um, they went to a show at West End. Linda's comment was, it was one of the best holidays I've ever had in my life. So that was just so great how God wants to bless. Sometimes, you just, sometimes you, it is just a blessing, isn't it? And Eleanor had the same thing. She said, well, I want to go to Korea and Japan. And within a couple of months, her job organised several trips to Japan and then they changed the venue of their end-of-year function from Amsterdam to Korea so she's going to career as well. So write your lists, guys. It's good stuff. Um, Harriet Nadia prayed for Jeanette, who was extremely ill with severe stomach pain and the pains left. Christine Baez. Is Christine in here today? Yes. Christine's had a huge breakthrough with family issues after prayer and obedience to God. She trusted God and she's seen a real breakthrough in um, just in the family. You know, family issues can be a bit of a thing and I love this I love this it, it's you know I'm just give you the little headlines but it's so lovely when you're involved when we're all involved in each other's lives Christine was it was really heavy stuff going on and it was really weighing very deeply on her and we had a good talk about it and one of the things I said was you should sew into like sew into children because she was having issues with children grown up, children, but just, just why don't you you give into children? So she she was so beautiful. She joined up and started to is working now with the in the children's ministry and is going along and helping out and getting really involved with the children's ministry as a sort of a an offering to God for her own children. And then the next thing, things turned around with her own children, and now she's just having a, a beautiful breakthrough, and she's giving me a great big smile now. So that's lovely. Very exciting So um, Maddie, Adam and Maddie uh, As you know she's had a baby But when she was pregnant the baby was breech uh, And not in the right position So the doctor was saying it would be, probably be a C-section And so Janelle, Adam and I prayed in the courtyard And we commanded the baby to turn around The next day the scan showed that the baby had turned around The doctor was surprised Oh there's a head down there so Cameron was born healthy and strong. And that has happened several times in this church. I tell the babies now and they're in the wrong position, I say, you listen to your pastor. Turn around, do as you're told. And it's amazing. we've had so many of that. It's very exciting. So the babies are obedient. Very good. Um, now, this is a great story, and I really want Maddie to come forward and just share it a little bit with us because it's exciting. You can bring Cameron if you want. That's all right. Leave him there. So... Um, so I've, I've sort of got here, and I'll just we'll just work together a little bit. <laughs> Here's Maddie, everyone. We love Maddie. Hi. Come in, nice and close, so we can share the mic. So um, the baby was delivered, but unfortunately, afterwards, you were hit by this. Tell us what you were hit by. Uh, postnatal depression.
2: How was that? It was horrible. <laughs> I've never experienced anything like it before. It was like this horrible, heavy darkness and I couldn't stop crying all the time, and it made me physically sick. Every morning I'd wake up and I'd be nauseous and either vomiting or trying to, and yeah, it was just, it was just like the heaviest darkness I've ever felt. It was horrible.
1: Yeah, so I've, um, look, I'll be honest with you, I've heard of postnatal depression, but I just always didn't get it. I was always like, that's weird. Why would you be sad? You just had a baby. But when you came forward and spoke to me, I actually realised, oh, this is demonic. This is like a spirit that has got on top of you because Maddie's a normally happy person. And it's just it's I could feel it. I went, oh, you're, you're under attack. So it's quite intense. And so, um, so what did you do?
2: I came up for prayer. And then Ruth was really good. She gave me some scriptures and came to my house to pray with me. And so I put scriptures up all around my house, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. And to, I was saying the scriptures over and over again to the point where my kids actually knew the scriptures. So I was walking around the house going, um, oh, with God, we will gain the victory. And then I hear Riley and Jenny go, and he will trample down our enemies. <laughs> and. Um, the other good scripture I had was the joy uh, of the lord is my strength and so I kept praying saying god I I feel like the joy has just been sucked out of me and I need your joy just to interact with my kids and just to you know feel like I was normal again so I just kept praying for god's joy and I went for a walk one day and the first half of the walk I was just crying and calling out to God like help me and I just was saying God I need your joy I need your joy and I turned a corner and I saw a kookaburra sitting at the top of a light post and God had used the kookaburra as a way of speaking to me through the postnatal depression, saying, like, just be like the kookaburra. You've got to stand strong. You know, you watch kookaburras, all these birds swiping at them and they just stand there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just saw this kookaburra and just something within me just flicked and I thought, I'm not going to cry out for your help anymore. I'm going to praise you. And I had my earphones in. I was listening to my worship music and um the songs I started putting more upbeat songs on and then the second half of this walk I was singing and dancing through the streets like a crazy person (laughs) like I had earphones in but I was singing (laughs) and after that every time I just felt that darkness wash over me I just started praising God and I was jumping for joy which was one thing ruth was telling me to do she said i just feel like you need to jump with joy so i was jumping around the house i was dancing around the house and yeah after a couple of days i woke up and i thought it has gone it completely lifted completely lifted 100 percent gone and it was just the most incredible incredible thing i've ever experienced it was
1: amazing <laughs> beautiful thank you that's so exciting thanks maddie let's give her a hand Praise the Lord. It's just so exciting because you can see there's a great wrestling in that one. I mean, it's not easy when you're under attack. And and Maddie just did everything right and just went, I'm going to do it. She didn't even know why she was doing it. I don't think we were saying, Maddie, do this and do this. She's like, okay, I'll just do anything. But I just love her, her determination and her obedience and her you know, just, just to see victory in our life, you know, that, you know, that can be debilitating for a long period of time for a lot of women. It's, it can be a terrible thing that just goes on for years and it's just gone like that. So we praise God for these victories and excitingly also, and perhaps connected to this, that in the midst of that all, Adam also gave his life to the Lord. So that's very exciting. So we just praise God for all his goodness So this is uh, another one, and no, it's not Maddie, but I started to get mastitis. I felt extremely in pain, and it can be very difficult for those of you who know what it is. But um, I prayed throughout the night, and the next day, it totally disappeared. tried to come back again, but I prayed again, and it was gone. It wouldn't come back. Another lady said, I found a lump in my body. I commanded it to leave in the name of Jesus, and after two days, it left. Praise God. That also can be very serious. Um, this one is for our dog, Sonny. So Sonny <laughs> was charging around the office and he suddenly yelped and hurt himself and he had a, a limp and he was really limping badly. And we were, I was like, oh, this isn't good because he just jumps in such crazy ways. So I prayed for him and told him to be healed and he was instantly healed. It was the best thing. He just started, just got up and started running normally. I went, "Ah, oh, there you go. That's good. So praise God for that. Another um, one for me is that I – when we went to Vietnam and this is – I love that God does big things and little things, don't you? Like, you know, this – some of these things don't sort of matter but they do because they're only little. You know, what happened to Maddie is a very big thing but some things are little but God is looking after us in so many ways. So I I came to my hotel room. I'd been out all day riding little mopeds that we ride around the city and trying on clothes because they wanted to buy me a Vietnamese outfit – so I was taking things on and off my head all day long with the helmet and everything. And I arrived at the hotel room and my earring, what this earring actually, had gone. And I was really disappointed because Chris bought it for me. And I was like, oh, it's probably somewhere in the middle of that big city. And when I pulled my helmet off. I've pulled it off. And I was annoyed and upset. But... I was more annoyed and upset than I should have been, and then I was annoyed and upset that I was upset. You know, I'm like Ruth. It doesn't matter. It's just an earring. Whatever. I get over it. But I just prayed about it, and God gave me peace. I thought it doesn't matter. It's okay. God looks after these things. We lose things sometimes. But I know. But but I did have a little thought. I mean, I'm here serving the Lord, and I lose my gold earring. Anyway, Chris had to go out for something, so I was praying. We always we have when we go away, you have to you have to manage the hotel room. You know, one praise goes out like that because you have to have your time alone so anyway he he was out and then I came out to follow him afterwards and I opened the hotel door and the earring was on the doorstep of the hotel like of my room it was just sitting there and I'm just like well that that's just too weird. first of all it's weird because Chris walked right over it apparently but secondly that's not it's not. I just knew I, honestly I know that an angel put it there because how would it fall there of all places I'd taken the helmet off Everywhere. How can it fall right on the... It just Anyway, it was a real blessing. So praise the Lord. He's very good to us. So we've got several people here who've got new jobs this year. They're blessed with new jobs, new apartments, uh, permanent positions, all sorts of wonderful things. Um, several people have been healed of flus and all kinds of things that have just hit them and they've got breakthroughs, they've got healed, they've come through. Um I I love hearing about people uh, with weekly witness. People are out there witnessing and you've all got some great stories about boldly talking to people about Jesus because he's good and we want to share how good he is. People praying for Nikki Ashby. She says, I prayed for a young boy at swimming. He had eczema and I noticed it. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, pray for him. And she said, I felt very nervous and awkward. So I went up to his grandmother who was with him and said, could I please pray for your grandson? And she said, yes, that would be fine. So Nikki prayed for him. And the grandmother was teary and very, very thankful. She said, I see him every week and his skin looks not 100% better, but much better. So praise the Lord. I think Michael Samuel also prayed for someone at swimming. So um, a lot of great stories. Rashita shared with someone on a bus to Erina about, she shared about Jedediah's story. As you know, Jedediah was a little miracle boy. He was is born dead and uh, raised up by the power of God. So she was telling his story to someone in the bus very, very loudly, she said. As you can imagine, Rashida would do. Where there you are, darling, and your big smile. So she said, I was telling him very, very loudly. The whole bus heard the story. And then a lady came up from the back of the bus and said, I had lost my faith, but after listening to you, I've got it back. So that's beautiful. So lots of great stories about praying for people and loving people. Um, Zach and Haley had a beautiful uh, story. Um, do you want to why don't you come and share it? who which one haley Zach? who who haley you've been voted in you're not good at talking that's okay. You want me to hold the mic or you want your own? you have the mic okay.
0: Tell us um, We have some neighbors that we've gotten quite close to and um, they're an elderly couple and then their son is probably about 40 and um, we've gotten along really well with them but um, Rhonda, his mother, got quite sick and went to hospital in an ambulance one day and then um, we were told that she was just in a coma. I think it was an induced coma but um, they were getting um, counsellors and stuff to talk to the family and saying like we don't think she's really going to make it through and that sort of thing and Um, I said to him which yeah oh yeah so he came to knock on the door and he said I just want to tell you um mum's in a really bad way um they uh, we don't know that she's going to make it through and I I was like oh I just said oh no she will she will she's she'll be fine she'll be healed we're going to pray and I'm like oh gosh like of all the things like could come." (laughs) what am I doing? Like I've never even really done it for like a a sore arm or anything like that but I just, I just said it, oh oh no she'll be fine, she'll come out of a coma and he goes, oh well that's actually why I came to talk to you because I thought you'd pray. So I'm like, oh okay. Um, So so then, so I told Zach and and we really did, we prayed and I spoke to a few people at church, I'm like we've really got to pray because this is, because, cause I, d- I don't know what to say if it doesn't work out. <laughs> anyway, and um, and it did, and um, and he came back and he said, "Mum's home. She came out of the coma. Um, they brought her out of it, and she was good enough to come home. And um, she's good. Like she's well. She's she's in recovery. Um, but." Yeah, she's coming through and, and he, she actually said, I haven't seen her yet because she's got a few health things that quite might be um, harder for me to see her yet, but um, she said to Dan, the son, oh, we're going to have to get along to church with Zach and Haley after this. So, so hopefully you'll get to meet them. We're still working on it, but yeah, it was quite a, quite a story.
1: <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Wow. So it takes a lot of courage to pray for people, but you've got to listen to the Holy Spirit and, 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 and press in there. So well done, guys. And Joe Gooding also shares that she, her, she takes Mandarin classes and uh, he was teaching them to, to paint the characters, but he didn't do it. And she said, why don't you do it? And he says, I can't because my hand is shaking so much. It has been shaking for some time. She, he had had an MRI, but at that stage they didn't know why his hand was shaking. So Joe said to him, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. He is still healing. He can heal you. So the man, who was a, an older uh, Chinese man and it was in front of the whole class. And he said, pray for me now. I want a miracle. So Joe said, wow. Okay. So she prayed for him and she said, God, heal you now from the tips of your fingers to the tips of your toes to the top of your head. And then he went home. And overnight he was healed. The next class he came and he held out his hand and said to everyone, he's healed. Um, and the class said, how long do you have it for? And he said, for two years. It amazed, it's amazing. My hand hasn't shaken since you prayed, Since not immediately, but since that evening. And he sent Joe a text. I'm so surprised my hand did not shake for the last few days. It's unbelievable. Thanks for your prayer. So that's very exciting. And then uh, just one more. I mean, these are just some. I'm not, I'm not sharing everything that God's been doing all year, but you can see that God is doing amazing things. But I also wanted to share this beautiful one from um, Maddie's dad, Rolly. Um, one of his grandchildren was, had the flu and Rolly caught it. And because he's been, his immune system has been compromised, Rolly's been fighting, valiantly fighting illness for some years, uh, this became very serious very quickly. So within 24 hours he was in intensive care He became very sick with viral influenza He was unconscious and it became life-threatening There was nothing much the doctors could do So for six days he was extremely ill And the doctors said that even if he did recover There could be brain damage When he started to wake up at that point He didn't even know who he was or where they were So Chris sent out a prayer request And we all began to pray While Rowley was in a coma, he said later that he became aware that he was being prayed for and he said he actually felt as if he could hear, in this instance, my prayers particularly, come into the room in the hospital and he knew he would be healed. So um, he was healed. After about 10 days, he came out of the hospital and he came straight from intensive care to home, which is unusual. You normally go to the wards, but he was able to come straight home and he was... 100%. 100%. So praise God. Praise God. Come on, Rolly. <laughs> Hallelujah. And here he is in church praising the Lord. So it's just so exciting to see what God is doing. And I just want to share a little bit. I, I, I really wanted to spend time. Is that on? Do you want to just take that? And I don't want to so this morning, I, I wanted us to spend time to hear about all the good things that God is doing, and you might have more stories, so send them in to us. We love to hear about God's goodness. And this morning, I just wanted to share a, a short message after that to say that God is good. God is so good. He loves us so much. He's so good. There's so many scriptures in the, in the Bible, Nahum 1, seven. the Lord is good a stronghold in the day of trouble. Psalm 119, you are good and you do good. Teach me your ways. Lamentations 3.28, the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. Psalm 145, the Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. The Passion Translation says, your tender love is blended into everything you do. So we need to know that he's good, know that God is so good. Always have that in your heart, that God is good, he's so good, he loves us so much. Every, it says his, his love is blended into all that he does. When we look outside, we go to the beach, I mean, we're so blessed to live here on the coast and aren't we, Erin? And Simon, who never go to the beach. I'm trying to get them there a bit more. But so we live on the coast, so we go to the beach, guys. So, and there's the ocean and you just see his goodness and his bigness and you see the birds and you can see his care in creation. You can see his creativity, his, his love, his tenderness, there's so many lessons for us as we look at all that he has made. And we see that he is so good to us. He wants to help us. Have you got that, everyone? Right up the back, there's Abigail and Chris with their little miracle baby. You didn't even get, you know, there's, there's so many stories we could share. We'll have to share that one another time. But, you know, God is good. He wants to bless us. He wants to bless our children. He wants to be good to us. He's a good God. He's a good father. You know what a good dad's like. We all know what a good dad is like. Just looking after our families, giving us a trip to, to London, Doing all sorts of random things for us. Looking after, you know, finding out. I actually lost the earring again the other day, yesterday. And uh, I had all the guys say, guys, I've lost the earring. And they're all like, oh, mom. <laughs> I know I have to look after these earrings. But, and I looked and looked and there it was under my pillow. So I'm like, yay, I've got it again. So it's kind of becoming a bit of a thing. So the Bible says here, James 1.17, Do not be, de- be deceived, my beloved brethren, Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow. It's interesting the Bible says don't be deceived. Don't, it's like, well, why would we be deceived? Of course God is good, but we can be deceived about that. We can start to think that maybe God isn't so good. Maybe he's just, I don't, maybe he's just weird or I don't get here more or maybe we think that all these good things are just by chance just by some random explosion that happened we can be deceived and not realize that god is good we can we can somehow it's hard for me to even understand how we could think that god isn't good but the bible says don't be deceived about this don't listen to lies that try to somehow make out that god is 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 difficult or harsh or some like some sort of cranky headmaster that you never want to see you know that's just mean to you some people blame God for things that it's like no God is good God is good all the time he's the one that's blessing us everything good every single good gift every single thing that is good on this earth is from God whether people believe in him or not doesn't make any difference. He still blesses them. I mean, there's people that are saying, you know, I don't believe in God, and they have their little stuff. It's like, you couldn't even say that without God. You couldn't even breathe oxygen without him. He's giving you the oxygen to deny him. Like how he's so good that he would even do that. He could just go, right, you don't believe in me. Let's stop giving you oxygen. Ha ha ha. You know, like, but he's too good. He's too gracious. He he gives them time and he he looks after them. You know, every now and again you hear people say this sh- Stupid, stupid thing like, oh, I'm going to go to hell because it'll be more fun. That's where all the sinners are. I'm like, do you have any idea that every single thing on earth that is good will not be there? There's nothing good there because God is not there. We don't, we, you need to make sure, you need to understand to avoid this place because God is good and he is calling all his children to a place that's even better than earth. Heaven's going to be even better. Even better. And without God, without hope, there is nothing, nothing, nothing good because everything good comes from God. Every smile, every time we we feel any flicker of love or life or light, it's from God. He is good. So I guess, you know, I'm just going to throw in a little bit that life is a little mysterious at times. God is good, but life is mysterious. So you sort of say, well, you know, God's good, but let's face it, Ruth, there's a lot of bad things happen. I mean, even in the praise reports, a lot of those things are not great that, that happen to us. So if God – I mean, this is the classic question, isn't it? If God's good, then how come – how come this happened? And there is a lot of bad stuff on this, on this, in this world. So briefly – we do believe in God in this church, you'll be glad to know. <laughs> but we also believe in the devil, and the devil is bad, and he likes to mess things up. So one of the reasons there's bad things on this earth is because there's a devil. This, will not, this is a temporary situation. God will not allow this to go on forever. In, a, in, in One day in all eternity, he'll be dealt with. He's the enemy. But at this point, he's allowed because it trains us, it helps us. So there is a devil, and that causes problems. And there's also sin. So sometimes we decide to cooperate with the devil, and that's not good. And you only have to look in the Word of God to see how many bad things happen to, to people because of their own foolishness. You know, even King David and, and Jonah and Samson, who were quite good guys, but who made some really bad decisions, and, and they, there were consequences. If you do bad things, you know, if you, go, if you cut yourself, you'll, you'll get cut you will get hurt. So we make bad decisions and then end up with consequences and then wonder why things aren't working out. But even in our bad decisions, God is good. And he's good because he forgives us. And he's good because he lets us start all over again. He's the God of the second chance, the third chance, the fourth chance. The psalmist said, Do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me, O Lord, because you are good. Don't remember all that. You know, please, God, I'm sorry. And so God is so good that he can go, all right, let's forget about that, shall we? Let's start again. But, you know, there's a bit of mess to clean up sometimes. But God is good. Sometimes people haven't been bad. They've been good. And they still have difficult things. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. So what's that all about? Joseph is a classic example. His brothers tried to kill him and sold him into slavery. And he says to them at the end of his life, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. So God is training us, wrestling. You know, if you're going to wrestle, you've got to get some muscles and you've got to train. It was a great message that Hudson shared. It's kind of fitted in well with what I'm saying. So... um, so there are challenges that we face to, to grow us and to teach us and to help us to be strong and to help us to deal with, with, with life. Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So sometimes God allows afflictions and difficulties because he wants to teach us to be glorious to be amazing, to be beautiful, and that's the way sometimes. so it's, there's, a, there's an element of mystery and we can talk to God more about it when we get to heaven, but, but God is good. So don't allow the mystery of life and the sin and sadness of life to blind you and deceive you into not seeing that God is good. I think, um, you know, Linda, our beautiful Linda is such a, a great example of this. I'm so proud of her. I'm so, so very proud of the ones that are just, you know, standing strong in the midst of affliction. Rolly also is just a fine example of this. Some of you may have noticed that um, Linda's been battling a, a health issue over the last little while. And she does so with such grace and such beauty and continues to serve and continues to praise God and continues to recognise his goodness, even though she is in the midst of this affliction on, on herself and we're praying and believing God for victory there. But, you know, I believe that sometimes even when we haven't seen the victory, you know, with the praise reports, it's often we got to the end. But sometimes we're kind of in the middle. But don't think for a minute that you're not still giving something immensely valuable to all of us here in the midst of it. You know, the praise report isn't through there quite yet. And in the Bible, you know, it says we praise God for, the, you know, some of them were sawn in half. Praise God for victory. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> because sometimes the story goes right through into eternity. But we praise God for those going through affliction because they bring us so much lesson so they teach us so much about trusting and serving and loving and staying in joy and staying in faith and I love Linda's testimony about her trip to London because here's God clearly blessing her with a trip to London I mean it was just too coincidental I want to go to London two days later you want to go to London so she goes to London and that's lovely and God she's like she's telling me how good God is and I I mean you just can't help but think yay God for London that's good, but I kind of think, you know, maybe she'd prefer to be healed, <laughs> you know. You know, it's kind of like, why does God give you a trip to London? Which is nice, but not essential when there's this other kind of fairly big issue that we're dealing with here, God. It's kind of like, I do not know. I I do not know. Who can understand God? God obviously felt that the trip to London was more, more what Linda needed and wanted right now than her healing. So I don't understand that. Maybe Linda doesn't understand. I don't know. She just laughs about it. But, so life is mysterious. We do not understand God. Our brains are about this big. God's is bigger. We just have to handle that. And we have to learn from people with great attitudes of faith who are not deceived but who continue to say God is good. And Linda is one of them. She comes back from her trip to London and one of her praise reports was, I finally found a great cane. I'm so happy with this cane. The cane's around here at terrible because now she's needing a cane and and she's praising God for this awesome cane because it's kind of like cool and sporty and blue and she's liking it. And I'm like, you are amazing. So... Let's have that attitude in the midst of mystery. We trust that God is good. We don't get it always, but we trust that God is good and He is good. So the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed, happy is the man who trusts in Him. Psalm 34, verse 8. And this is where it comes. When we trust Him through all the ins and outs of life, we can taste His goodness. We can see, even though I don't understand. Here's the goodness. Here's the goodness that I got a, a fabulous cane, or here's the goodness that that this prayer was answered, and I'm still waiting for that prayer to be answered. There's, there's, we got to, we've got to taste that, and be sure that you taste the right thing, Church. My beloved sons, recently, as you know, Luke's getting married to Shelley here, yeah? and uh, they had their bucks night, and um, they did stupid things. No, it was a day. Actually, it was a, it was a. Um, it was a, uh, like a scavenger hunt. You had to do all stupid things and take photos of it. So I think generally I don't know most of the details and that's fine, okay? Mothers, this is something we don't, don't want to know about. But I do know that in the midst of all the stupid things that they did, um, that Hudson drank a whole bottle of Tabasco sauce, right? Right. So um, – that is a stupid thing to do and he mentioned at the end of the day that he had a sore throat (laughs) because Tabasco sauce is not meant to be indulged in in this way and uh, you know if you want to overindulge maybe chocolate or or fruit or anything but not Tabasco sauce. So that's how some people kind of live life. They kind of focus and taste too much the tabasco sauce and they you know it's not nice so we we know that life has its crosses and its comforts it has its suffering and it has its its wonders but you you, you do get to some extent sometimes you know you, you're dealing with things and it's good to process things but don't drink the tabasco sauce okay Learn from my son. It's not designed to be drunk. Don't spend your life focusing on it and tasting it. The Bible says, taste and see that God is good. Look at the answers. Look at what God is doing that's right. That's why we focus on the praise reports. We're not being blind. We're not being stupid. We know life has its issues. We deal with those. We pray about those. We, we, we process wisely. But we don't drink it. That's not, that's not the fountain that we drink from. That's not where we live. Because if you do, you're going to get a sore throat. You're going to feel bad about life and you're going to be dark and depressed you'll never get to 50 with a smile on your face if you focus on all the bad stuff trust me because it you know kind of compounds over the years you know so the the thing with life is and the thing with tabasco sauce is it's a recipe you know and you just add a dash into uh, you know your mexican chili that you're making or your you know lasagna if you wanted to have a little bit of spice just a dash is fine and and interestingly with that Kind of entire recipe, it's really actually quite good, and that's like life. That there is Tabasco sauce in life, but just a dash, and God knows how much to put in. Just the right amount in life of of these bitter flavors, of these spicy flavors that are a bit difficult, but enough of it in life is actually good. And God will give us the right life because He's good, and so He knows how much Tabasco sauce He's putting into your world. And at the time, especially if you taste it, you—I don't, Lord, I don't like this bit of my life. It's like I know, but you know what? Altogether, it will be a good. And some you've gotta, you gotta—you know—if you make anyone who makes a recipe knows you put every—if it's all sugar, it's—it's it's, it's, that's not good. Life has to have these other elements to create a, a, a balance and a, and a recipe that is good. It's good, actually. It's very, very good but we do have these different elements we learn to enjoy the different elements of life we learn to to enjoy the entire recipe even with the with the dark parts and the difficult parts and let me encourage you also to taste and see that the lord is good right here don't go running away chris and i have a little joke we used to we you know that sh- there was a show what was it called sea change or something about people that, that have their big change of life and they decide, right, had enough here. I'm gonna go to Toon to Bay in this instance. So we always joke about this because there was one show and they showed these people that were they're leaving. I've had it, we've had enough. And they were going to Tawoon Bay, which is just around the corner here. And they and they sort of showed this sort of idyllic existence and, and it was just funny because we drive past they, they bought a little shop and they're starting again and we drive past that little shop when we go to, to Shelley Beach. And it's just like this is it? This is the change? This is the exciting new life? It's like, I don't know guys, I think you found that life might have followed you right here because <laughs> we live around the corner and life is life. I don't think you can escape it. So we need to taste God's goodness, his abundance. Don't think that, that we're going to find some goodness somewhere else. There's nowhere else. There's nowhere better than here. There's, you, you can't, you can't you can't find this mythic place that suddenly life will be good life is life but god is good and so finally i just want us to be encouraged as we come into this season of thanksgiving and celebration let us give thanks to the lord and the bible it says this so there's a, there's one whole um, psalm And he says, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. So let's, as we come to this end of the year, let's have that attitude. The psalmist says it many, many times in this psalm. He says, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Come on, acknowledge his goodness. As we thank him, as we see his goodness, we actually open our heart to experience more of it. It's, it's an interesting thing. It's like if you, you know, if you've ever given a kid a present and they don't like it, and it's like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is a good present. I don't want it. It's like it's irritating because you know it's good and they don't because they've got the wrong attitude. It's like this is good. You have to like it, you know. And we're like that sometimes. We're Like I don't like this God. I don't like this husband you've given me. I don't like this church. I don't like this. I don't like my house or whatever it is. I like you, darling. I'm not talking hypothetically, you know, I've got a great husband. I mean, I don't know about Aaron, but I do. So, you know, but, (laughs) oh, a bit mean, a bit mean. Simon, he can take it. He's on the front row. He's from Gunnedah. That's his, that's his, that's part of his role in our church. And he's so thankful for it, aren't you, Simon? So, So, but I'm saying you can have this attitude. You can be very grumpy about the things that God has given you. But the Bible says, give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks. There's a lot of people that would just, you know, there's a lot of single women out there that would be grateful even for Simon. You know, they would, they'd be like, if only I could be married. I, I, you know, I'd take anyone. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> if it's too much, let me know later. I'll just. <laughs> But no, seriously, we, we are actually, Simon's awesome. We love him to bits and we're so grateful for everyone here and we give thanks to the Lord for his goodness in in all that he's given us. We have that attitude, not only of knowing that he's good, of being purposeful in tasting and, and focusing on his goodness, but in thanking him continually for all the things in our life that are actually good, that we can forget that are good. And let us know, let us not be deceived, church, Everything good in our life comes from God. God is good. Everything that we do comes from God. And we ought to acknowledge him because he's God. We ought to worship him because he's God. We ought to serve him and give him our whole life because he is God. He's the boss. He's in charge. He's a good God.